Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's your boy Johnny Bananas, and I'm going to be covering a brand new season of the Challenge USA on CBS that, of course, I will be completely dominating on my podcast, Death Taxes and Bananas, on the Ringer Reality TV podcast. Head over to that feed and follow us on Spotify so you never miss an episode. Welcome back, everybody. Um, such a pleasure to have this person on my pod. Man, she is everywhere, you guys. She is the the emperor of all media now. All she, media. Surpassed, she has surpassed Howard Stern now to conquer oh, no. all, no. all of you. Long ago, I think she did that. But uh, it, And they're so enjoyable. They're two of my favorites. Uh, on with Kara Swisher and Pivot with Scott Galloway. It's so hilarious. It's such an enjoyable pod. I love listening to you guys. Kara Swisher, welcome to Black on the Air. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. You're one of my favorite people. Let's just compliment each other the whole time. It, but I really, truly mean it because okay. I love listening to you. It's such a, you don't, what you do, and it's been this way for a long time, you, it's just doesn't it isn't anywhere else you know mm -hmm. you have such an interesting point of view uh and i love how you you're one of those people i call confidently smart because some oh. people are shy smart okay. you know you're like confidently smart you're like yes, no I no no <laughs> this is true i know this for certain <laughs> some people are, yeah go ahead i was talking to my son about that and he's like he goes you know, you're a little too confident. I go, yeah. what's a little too confident? And he goes, well, you think you're smart. We were discussing this. I was taking him to college. Oh, that's going amazing. to University of Michigan. And I go, what's wrong with that precisely? And he, and he yeah. st thought for a minute. He goes, I guess nothing. I said, why does it bother you? Why don't we think about why that bothers you? Ah, and he goes, well, can't you say you do something wrong? I said, I do when I do something wrong, but it's not often. I got to tell you. No, anyways. Well, you know, traditionally, not to get into the sexist argument, yeah, but, but men true. have always gotten away with that. You yes. know, not they're not questioned as much, but I think it's it's been harder for women to own that without mm -hmm. being, you know, without arrows coming at them, some kind of criticism for it. You know? Well, arrows are fine. I don't mind arrows. I think that's yes. the difference is that when sometimes when people do get like, maybe you should be a little quieter. It's happened throughout <laughs> my career. People are really? like, maybe you should be a little quieter. Mm -hmm. uh, I had someone. Yeah, you know, I have people saying that all the time throughout when I was in my 20s. And I was mm. like, uh, why should I? Like, why should I? Right. I don't know where that came from. But it's once you push it back, um, it tends to you tends to get good at it. And then people don't yeah. come at you, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. I mean, as a black person, like Muhammad Ali was the first one to be cocky and mm -hmm. not be. Well, he was punished for it. But, I mean, people hated him in the beginning. They did. They did. Uh, people don't remember that. And he oh, yeah. really changed the relationship, not just of how a black person could own confidence in the mm -hmm. white world, but 100%. even how athletes can own right. belief in their ability, that cockiness and own it. Because before a athletes were like, oh, shucks and all that. I'll, sh I'll shut up and I'll sit in the back and I'll say, the, I'll say whatever you want me to say just to get something. And I think one right. of the things that he did so effectively is he is, he was who he was mm -hmm. and he didn't buy that. You know how when some, especially the right wing does this a lot, which is, you know, stay in your own lane, athlete. Stay in your own lane. <laughs> Unless actor. I agree with you. Right. I was like, why do they have to stay in their lane? They're also a citizen of the United States. They also have thoughts on things. Um, it, that's, that whole stay in your own lane thing drives me fucking nuts. Like, I'll get in any fucking lane I want. It's my highway and I shall drive wherever I feel like. And who are you to define my lane? That's is right. The other exactly. Thing. Exactly. You know, the that's another one of the things that I really admire about you. And 
I partly admire it. It's self-serving because I've kind of lived my life this way. You have always bet on yourself, yes. you know, and yeah. it's very admirable. When I look back at your career, the major moves I think in your career has been betting on you. Right. Only not the institution, not the institution, not the institution, because I know I I, look, I like a lot of the places I've worked, whether it's the New York Mm -hmm. Times, the Wall Street Journal, the Washington Post, very fine places. But they're not my mama. You know, they're not my they're not here to make Kara Swisher better or anything like that. I'm fungible to them and I don't mind that. And some people get mad if their work is oh, well, they don't care about me. I'm like, guess what? They don't care about you. And so I never thought they did. I just would use them as a vehicle for myself. Um, And that's a fine trade. It's a good trade. It's not like, I don't owe them anything. They don't owe me anything. I owe them Mm -hmm. good work when I'm there and they owe me, you know, good editing or whatever happens to be their plus there. Um, And then once you, once you realize what the actual relationship and the trade is, I think about what's the trade on everything I do. Mm-hmm. You feel okay. And then it's you. It's what you're going to make. And I, yeah. I, I, can't, I just was talking to someone very prominent a second ago before I got on here. And they've been sort of supported, someone in broadcast, by a lot of people all the time. And, you know, when you're a, when you're on television, you get a whole team around you. You know this. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and you sort of get lazy. And yes. I, I, I was trying, well, how they kept saying, oh, how can I do this? How can I do this? I said, ignore all of that because you can hire all those people. What you, you're used to it because you've gotten lazy because people are around you all the time. I said, what are you going to make? Right. And they were like, what? And I said, no, what are you, you going to actually make? What, do you, what are you going to cook? You're a cook. What are you going to cook? You can salmon? Are you going to cook um, steak? Are you going to cook vegetables? Like that's what you need to be focused on. Everything else takes care of itself. And if you think of it that way as what am I going to make and what's true to me, what can I make well? That gets you very far in life, I think. Yeah. And I always feel like no matter what the building says its best intentions are to mm-hmm. bring in this independent mm-hmm. voice, ultimately, they want you to think like the building. That's correct. That is correct. That is you correct. Know, and I don't care who they are. You know, they'll say, oh, no, we want you to come. In. We want you to be yourself. But ultimately, <laughs> they you've don't heard that. want that. They you've want heard you- that a million times, oh, right? All the time. All the right. time when I'm uh, when I'm involved uh, with wherever I'm at, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's uh, always the case. They really don't want you to be yourself. <laughs> you know, they want right. you to be a just a shiny uh, extension of them. Right. Or whatever they think is best. I don't I, right. I, I don't know. I know myself best. And again, when I was talking to this person, I, they, they were like, well, can I say that? I said, guess what? You can say anything you want. Yeah. And they're just not there's everyone's so editing of themselves. And I find that really I've never been editing of myself. And so therefore. I'm, I'm much freer, but I also mm-hmm. take on the risk of, of, of not getting that, whatever it is. Sure. The problem is, the thing is, when you are yourself, you end up getting all those offers, right? They come at exactly. you, which I know, is hysterical in a lot of yeah. ways, you know, you know. How did you become transactional? Because you, this is a very transactional relationship with him. And mm-hmm. the reason why I ask is because it's very easy, especially in what we do. Uh, and when I say we, I'm talking about media mm-hmm. or that type of type of thing, especially if you're a writer or performer, Mm -hmm. your identity many times is locked up in job, you know, Mm -hmm. people, they they identify on an emotional level with it as well as intellectual. And it's very hard to be transactional. How did you establish that relationship? You know, a little bit covering Silicon Valley, you know, the Mm -hmm. good part of Silicon Valley is entrepreneurism, right? And so one of the things, I I was at a, a dinner with a very prominent, um, 
TV producer who's made hit after hit after hit. And he was wondering why the guy from Instagram made a billion dollars when they sold it for a billion dollars to Facebook at that time. Right. And why he got $300 million, which is a lot of money. And mm -hmm. this guy, you know, made a couple hundred million, but this was one hit. This guy got 300 million. And I said, cause he's not an employee like you. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know what to say. Like, you don't own your stuff. Like, and he was like, well, I get very well paid. I said, well, then you're a well-paid employee. I don't know what to say. You don't, you know, <laughs> yes. and he goes, well, I have to do it with them. I said, do you, do you, do you like in the future? You don't, you could do whatever you want. And even though I just really have nothing but disdain for him, someone like Ben Shapiro is an entrepreneur. He's yes. making his own stuff. Absolutely. Joe Rogan is making his own, again, Absolutely. another person I think is sloppy and, and often mm -hmm. wrong. Um, but he's you out, know, he's taking he's his own risk. Howard yeah. Stern, how mm -hmm. you can think of a lot of people like that. When I, when I, when I think about that and every one of them believed in themselves or believed in whatever they were doing. And I don't agree with a lot of what they're doing, but I see why their audience likes it for sure. Um, and, and it just, it, it, I, I'm not, it makes you, it frees you because you're not mad at them anymore. If your career mm -hmm. goes sideways or south. Right. It's not their fault. It's not your fault. It's it's only on you. And then, so when I was in Silicon Valley with all those people, they like take a risk. They own it. They take yeah. a risk. They get money. If it fails, they own the failure. And that seems fair to me. That seems like extraordinarily fair. It's so interesting because, you know, when I look at, I, I hate to use the term young people because, you know, it sounds like a trope, but I always get the sense that young people don't care about making a lot of money like it's not their concern mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but then there's another faction that you say these entrepreneurs they do understand that i think the people that you know like they're they're more interested in i hear them talk more about minimum wage than i hear mm -hmm. about maximum wage you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. it's like there's maximum wage too you guys you know? <laughs> like there's a there's a value to creating wealth that can be good you mm -hmm. know that yeah. can be very powerful in the world right you know, as well as the other things. And is that a generational thing? Do you think that's kind of lost? I don't think so. I, I feel great that I've created all these jobs. Like, mm -hmm. you know, and someone, yes. especially that's when, what I mean. Yeah. like, you know, I get a lot of decks in the right and they're like, you don't, you know, you're not a capitalist. I'm like, I'm a capitalist. I've yes. made dozens <laughs> of fucking jobs. What do you, right, I exactly. love capitalism. Okay. Here's what I want to ask you. So Elon Musk, your boy. <laughs> It's not my boy. <laughs> People are always like, go get your boy. Someone did that this morning to me because he had he had decided now that for some reason now, the guy in Russia, that thug that died and that oh, yeah, yeah, killed, yeah. Yeah, yeah. had had a COVID heart attack. That's he put up a, a meme like that. And someone goes, what? Go get your boy. I, he mixed all these conspiracy theories in one place. I just I don't know why. Okay. COVID, Russian murders, Putin. And someone said, go get your boy. He's not my boy. He he's not your boy. boy. He's but 52 I, years old. Yes. So you know. Here's what I want to ask you. To me, he's getting more and more like Dr. Evil. Yes. Seriously. Like when you look. I would agree. Look at Austin Powers, even at Spaceship. I mean, even, mm -hmm. you know, he's got SpaceX. He can even do that scene from the opening mm -hmm. of, mm -hmm. of Austin Powers. Like, has he changed or is this, yes. are we seeing who he actually is? Because you've. You know, you've been dealing with him for a very long time, you know, and dealt with him up close and everything. What 30 is your years, 30 years, 25 years. Um, look, he had a part of his personality like this the whole time. Mm -hmm. um, he was always had his weird meme lord, edge lord, funny, stupid 12 year old boy. Let me just say 12 year old white boy jokes because they're a particular brand of joke, right? Yes, that, that bro -y funny, type of thing. Bro -y yeah. kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, 
white boy from the valley jokes. I mean, you could really just <laughs> you even make it. Um, so, right. uh, so he was always like that, and he had a small personality, and you mm-hmm. kind of ignore it. And it wasn't right. it wasn't dominant. It was ten percent of it, and you would sort of put up with whatever dick joke he wanted to make at that one mm-hmm. time. You're like, ha 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 ha. Mm-hmm. Can we move on? And then he would be lovely to talk to. He would be interesting and smart mm-hmm. and challenging. And sometimes difficult, but that's fine. Mm-hmm. It's all right. But thoughtful. Uh, ar- thoughtful, Th- argumentative, thoughtful smart. Mm-hmm. Very much more so than most people mm-hmm. that I dealt with in Silicon Valley. And you could go look at I've done 10 interviews with them. You yeah. can go see them all. They're very interesting discussions. Absolutely. I've seen um, many of them. Yeah. Uh, then something happened with Twitter. Twitter mm-hmm. or or the or COVID or the, the pandemic, him being alone, seemed to have queered his brain in a way that I've never seen anybody changed so much and he mm-hmm. became more paranoid um i think it, it intersected with the wealth the amount of wealth that he suddenly was the richest man in the world mm-hmm. um you know you saw glimpses of the good part when he was on saturday Night live he was charming right he was funny mm-hmm. he was made fun of himself um probably easy to work with would be my guess um but then he started to sort of turn at, as if he was radicalized as if he mm-hmm. went down a rabbit one of those conspiracy theory rabbit holes and then what was a small part of his personality has become a large part. Like, and at first I think he was kidding. Like a lot of it was just to right. like, fuck, fuck with the libs kind of thing. Right. And then it became just his life. A lot of people, a lot of Trump people are like this, right? They become, mm-hmm. you know, I have relatives who were just like, Oh, he's a clown. And now he's like, he's God. And you're like, what are you kidding me? Like it's something occurs. And so, you know, people have talked about a variety of things. The wall street journal and just recently Ronan Farrow talked about his use of ketamine. Um, um, I don't know. I have not used ketamine with him, so I cannot report on this, but I've heard from people close to him there. He has some, he has had some, you know, he talks about it, his depression. Um, Mm -hmm. He's talked about his, um, he, at one point, I think he said he was, um, he diagnosed himself with a manic depressive disorder. Uh, I, I don't have any idea if he is, um, but he talked about it. Um, and so I think there's just this combination of possibly some use of drugs, um, allegedly, um, mm-hmm. some some being the richest person in the world, surrounding yourself with really suck up people. And you know this right. from Hollywood, that can happen. Mm-hmm. And bubbles, you could get in bubbles so fast. And, yeah. and, Twitter being his id, that this is, he gets so much attention from his fanboys that it becomes mm-hmm. this worldview that he's now embraced, which was started yeah. off, I think, as a joke and now is real. And when you have all that, maybe all those things together has created a really, uh, he's really gone nuts a little bit. Like it yeah. seems crazy. And then, of course, he's so powerful. Mm-hmm. And what I try to focus people on is that it's not Twitter, his Twitter personality, whatever, like whatever. His real power is he owns one of the most important space organizations. He's putting up mm-hmm. all our satellites. He's putting up all our anything we do in space for the United States. He's deciding to geofence parts of Ukraine with his technology, like whether yeah. they can communicate. And then he's at the forefront of a very important electric vehicle revolution. At this moment, he's at the forefront. He's, I don't think mm-hmm. he's going to stay there. Um, and so there, there's some real national security issues around this person. There's some real power issues, given the wealth he has um, and power that it, that it engenders. And then, then he owns one of the biggest sites for communication on the planet now Mm -hmm. it's not a great business it's a terrible business but he still has an ability to broadcast to millions and millions and millions of people with unfettered and so there we have there we are yeah it's yeah 
That's a lot. It's one thing. I would be hard enough when you have that much money to be connected on the human level. <laughs> I don't yes. care what you say. But when you add worship to that, and a different kind of worship than people who are just kissing your ass, you know, because mm -hmm. yeah. Twitter gave him the ability to really be worshipped in real time. That's you know? correct. Very similar and, to Donald Trump, not unlike yeah. Donald Trump. He yeah. could have rallies. Elon could have rallies. Mm -hmm. I bet people would come. He has a fan base that just, no matter what he does, um, they just think it's great. Oh, he's great. He owned the libs. Oh, it's great. You know, I, and 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 he brings you down to his level versus up. Mm -hmm. You know, he just keeps attacking, and so you know, making fun. It says so many echoes of Trump, but this guy is quantumly smarter and much more powerful in a lot of ways. Um. Do, do you think he can compartmentalize? Because I agree with you about Starlink. I think Starlink is his most important property right well, now, yeah. especially when you think about the future and the geopolitics mm -hmm. and all these things. Sure is, you know? yeah. uh, and I think people are sleeping on Starlink right now when it comes yeah. to, it feels like Twitter or X, um, I still call it Twitter. Um, you can call it the, whatever you want. Uh, yes, thank you. <laughs> is the distraction, you know, because honestly, I think he wouldn't care if it went away, you know? No, I don't think so. I think it's much bigger party. I, when he bought it, I was sort of, I, I thought he would probably do a good job because he's so entrepreneurial and it was such a shitty business um, that he might have some interesting, innovative ideas to jumpstart it of all the people. And he had the means and the, and the technical skills, right? So I thought, oh, all right, okay, mm -hmm. I can see it. And he loved it. He loved it as a product. Um, I think it's a very important property for him because if he just ran Starlink at the car company, everyone will see him now because he's a world celebrity because of Twitter. And someone said that to me. They said, and hmm. he can get into any auto autocratic's autocracy office of any autocrat across the world because, hi, I'm the owner of Twitter. You, if he said, I'm the owner of Starlink, they don't give up. You know, they've met Lockheed. They've met, but this guy, he has Twitter. So it adds a little bit of wow. extra. He gets to be a celebrity. He gets to be a celebrity and mm -hmm. a, a global celebrity. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, he was not as famous. He was famous, but not this famous. And on Twitter is the reason why, because every day he unloads whatever particular thing happens to be on his mind. And again, it's not unlike how Trump has used social media. It's the same right. thing. A lot of his power flows from his ability to keep us entranced with them and reacting. Like what mm -hmm. was everyone talking about last night? The mugshot. Who's yeah. mugshot? Donald Trump's mugshot. He doesn't care if it's good, bad, or ugly, as long as you're talking about him. And that's how Elon Musk is. Is Twitter um, broken? Is it irrevocably broken? Or do we just have to accept that it's just something else now? And now yes. it's just going to grow from here and be whatever it's going to be. It's not a good business. Well, even though it's not a good business, does he have deep pockets enough to keep a yes. bad business just yes. there? It is his yacht. It is his yeah. mega yacht. <laughs> yeah. You know what yes. I mean? Like it doesn't make money. Uh, it's probably not going to make money. At some point, he doesn't maybe want to spend as much money on it, but he's mm -hmm. cut cut it. And even if it breaks even, it's a plus for him. Like, why wouldn't it be? What What is going to happen to him owning except everybody pays attention to him, whatever mm -hmm. crazy shit he posts every day. Um, and so it, 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 you have to think of like, you know, when you say I'm transactional, I also think what's one, what is the leverage here? What is leverage he's getting from it? Mm -hmm. And two, what's the downside for him owning it? There is none. There's mm -hmm. no downs. What, what, what is it? People think he's an asshole. Well, he doesn't care. <laughs> right, so right, what, right. what is the precisely what's the downside except for money? 
And he's mm-hmm. got plenty of that. And he doesn't really even care about money. Honestly, he doesn't. I hate to say, people always make fun of me when I say that, but a lot of these people, money is just a means to other things. Yeah. So, And once you have a certain amount, you know, these well, are numbers that go up and down, unless they're matter. competing out in the marketplace, wanting to be the, you know, the biggest one, like with Trump. He's not going to die really broke. Anything. Let's just say he's not going to die broke. I'd be surprised. Although his hero, Nikola Tesla did, interestingly enough. Interesting, yeah. Yeah. Uh, let me ask you about Tesla. So to me, Tesla was one of those brands that I really was attracted to when it came out. I love new technology. I don't mind mm-hmm. being a guinea pig in the yeah. beginning and testing. Yeah. Like I'll try new, because I want things to work and get better. I love sure. the promise of electric cars, clean air, because mm-hmm. I live in California. Sure. And when I was a kid, we had smog alerts all the time and we don't have them anymore. And I tell people right. that's because people fought this and technology came around it didn't smog just didn't go away you know right people, right. people fought for this you know so mm-hmm. uh and i think elon's original vision wasn't was was ecologically based right right uh yes Tesla. he's very worried about the planet yes he is that is actually genuinely true i believe that you know at the, at the mm-hmm. time and everything but it seems like tesla it is is tesla has it lost its sheen now is it sure has it feels like it's different now. It just doesn't seem the same. There's the loyalists and everything, but it's not like the way it used to be where it kind of owned that space. Right. Well, here's the here's what happens with all these things is there's competitors and now you have choices, right? Mm-hmm. And so do I want to own a car by this asshole? Right. Or can that's, I just that's get what one, it becomes, right? Or can I get one that's kind of just as good and kind of cool and different? And one of the, I think the issues that he is running up against with Tesla. Now, look, he's way forward on battery and manufacturing. He just is. He's way ahead of everybody else. Yeah. But I'm talking a couple of years. I'm not talking that long. And I don't think he has an advantage that will not be uh, overwhelmed by others in a right. very short amount of time. So he's got an advantage for now. The question is, what does he leverage it into? Right now, he's trying to do that with charging stations. He, he actually really does control mm-hmm. the charging network. Not forever he won't, by the way, but today he does. It's um, one of the, the biggest uh, advantages Tesla has with that charging network. fantastic. He was prescient. He did yeah. the he did the work when others were not there. Like just the same thing mm-hmm. with space. The same thing with uh, charging stations. The same thing with a lot of stuff he does. Um, he was early to AI, by the way. He just didn't stay in it the way he should have, um, largely because he was an asshole and they kicked him out. Um, <laughs> but um, but one at, at, out of Open AI, he was an early investor there. Um, mm-hmm. But with Tesla, right now you have Porsche. Toyota, especially mm. um, Mercedes, Ford, GM. There, and and I'm leaving out China because there's all kinds of activity in China. Mm-hmm. It's it, right now. It's very expensive. It is hard to make money in. He's had to cut prices on Teslas right now, mm-hmm. and he has to continue to innovate. What he hasn't done with that car is innovate, and it still looks. Someone told me, and I agree with them. That the inside, I was in one the other day, and it looks like the inside of an egg. It's not mm-hmm. interesting. I was just on the inside of a Jaguar. It's fantastic, of an yeah. electric Jaguar. It's fant- It's lovely. I was on the inside of a Mercedes. I was in, I have a Chevy Bolt, as you know. I talk about it all the time. <laughs> yeah. I love my Chevy Bolt. It's interesting and fun and zippy. Mm-hmm. Why should I pay for a Tesla? Like, wh- if I have a choice of ten cars, they're not going to win every outing now. And it used to just be them. And you only yeah. had you only had one choice at Ford, which was the black Model T, and then the black Model T. Right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, Tesla. So that's, owned, that's where we are with them. A lot of that area was owned because it was the first stylish, you know, EV. You know, that's right. You people were comparing it to a Prius, like yeah, you know. 
And uh, so that's why I held that. But, but then, uh, but then you have that asshole. So the the people he was selling to were mm. mostly progressives. So now yeah. progressives are like, am I going to give him my money, or shall I wander yeah. over to wa- wander over and get the Porsche? Shall I wander over and get the uh, the new Rivian? Shall, you know, why should I buy that Cybertruck? By the way, it's weird looking. Do I want to look like I'm invading a small city? You know, <laughs> yes. no, I would rather have the Rivian, which is a handsome little sporty vehicle. Yeah, here's yeah. something that made me do. So my brother, you know, had lost him during the pandemic, my mm-hmm. younger brother, unfortunately, but he used to write for The Simpsons. And mm-hmm. a lot of The Simpsons writers had Teslas when they first came out, you know, mm-hmm. those early doctors. And Elon Musk came to The Simpsons. I think they may have and had him on it. Yeah, they yeah. had him on, yeah. Okay, so he came and talked to the writers. And my brother was always a contrary. <laughs> and he's mm-hmm. Tesla. He got the one lemon Tesla. <laughs> oh, there's not and just he, one. Yeah, he, well, but you know what I mean? So he yeah. was having problems with it. And he was not shy in telling Elon Musk what his problems was. And he almost like, mm-hmm. not really cussed him out, but like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I bet. I bet. Gave him a yeah. piece of his mind. And it was very uncomfortable for everybody, but it was so on mm-hmm. brand for my brother. It became like this story. It was, oh God, I wish I could. And what did Elon there. say? He probably responded. He he responded saying, Oh no, no, just call the blah blah blah. We'll take care of it. Blah, blah, blah. But my brother kept pressing him on it because he was yeah. really upset that he said, No, I did that shit. No, nobody's nobody's taking care of it, you know. Right. That's his big issue, service. Yeah. That's another issue. I just think that, you know, this is a brand that he hasn't innovated on. He just hasn't innovated. That's, I don't know what else to say. It's just like everything else, you used it when it was popular and by itself. But now that there's choices, yeah, he's in a world of trouble because he's going to compete. Now he does have technology and battery and manufacturing advantages, but that only lasts for so long. When you're up against a Toyota, I'm sorry, eventually they will catch you and they oh, will yeah. pass you. And they They're will not kidding you. around. They're not kidding around. They were late. They were late. They didn't innovate in the first place. He did. He's very good at that. Same thing with rockets. Do you think the U.S. government's not saying, ah, we need another satellite provider now? Fuck Mm -hmm. you. Like, they don't want to be beholden to this guy, especially when he sits around. What's really ironic about the Elon thing is he's taken more, he has more links with government and getting paid by government than almost any Silicon Valley person I can think of. Mm -hmm. Plus, Tesla got a loan to stay in business when it was in trouble. Mm-hmm. from the U.S. government. So this is someone who has benefited at, egregiously from the generosity of the American taxpayer and uh, and and still manages to insult government almost continually. It's, it's whatever. Do you still it's, communicate all, all with like him at all? No, he sent me an email calling me an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I'm sure he'll call at some point. He's, <laughs> so, he's so erratic, he may yeah. forget. Who knows? Maybe he'll come, you know. Yeah, that I drunk friend who you don't know when it's yeah. gonna call. I don't really care because my my mm-hmm. if he, I don't actually want him to call me because I just finished my memoir and at the end, of course, we're he called me an asshole at the end of the book. And so I kind of want him to continue not to like me. Right. So That's yeah, if he likes me, then I'll have to be like, oh, and then he called me. So I'm hoping he doesn't. Do don't call. Don't call him. Yeah. Do <laughs> you heard that, Elon? Do not call. Do not, do call. not fuck this up. You could lose some weight, Elon. Like I mean, just mm-hmm. anything to get you not to call. No one. Right. Just start Whatever. throwing those out. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? Where does Zuckerberg fit in all of this new directions we're going? Like, does meta matter? You know, what, where well, is that place? No, no. I mean, it's huge. It's a huge advertising yeah. business. It's still big. Three billion mm-hmm. people use it. Um, I, you know, I think he hasn't innovated. He's never been an innovator, by the no. way. He has been in a, he's more in the Bill Gates zone of innovation. Yes, compared I agree. To a, and you put Elon maybe in the Steve Jobs zone mm-hmm. of innovation. I would agree with that. Um, mm-hmm. And so he's never been innovative, but he knows how to build a company very mm-hmm. much like Henry. Speaking of Henry Ford, that's who he's like, mm-hmm. um, if you want to make a comparator. Um, 
he tried to wander off into, um, you know, the, the Oculus area in the uh, metaverse kind of right. thing, even renamed the company. Turns out to be a big black hole of money throwing down yeah. uh, that he shoved $10, $20 billion into. Um, he's trying to compete a little bit on threads. I think it's a pretty good product. He's real good at that. Instagram mm -hmm. is still incredibly successful from a financial point of view. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, 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 he has other interests now. He likes to cage match. He likes to box. <laughs> he likes to, you know, this is what happens. This is what occupies their time. Mm -hmm. I think he's uninterested in his actual business right now, but maybe yeah. he'll get interested again. But it's very hard to, that That was compared to Twitter, which was a tiny little nothing of a business, a couple billion dollars in revenue. You know, this is huge. This is a huge business. It, people use it like it's kind of, like there and we'll see if he can um shift it into another area all these companies are whether it's google or facebook or anything else at some point the young eats its old in technology mm -hmm. and so either they're gonna figure out a way to make something new and innovative with where people are moving next or they're going to try to own that future by buying things up or killing off companies that's their that's really their only move at this point where do you see Google in all of this? Because Google always seemed like that place where you thought it was a good company. <laughs> like it yeah, had this. I never of, did, but okay. Yeah, well, you, because yeah. you know. But now yeah. that's that has kind of gone away, especially the yeah. way they did their layoffs was so nasty, you know, and mm -hmm. it was, the Google got slammed for it more than anybody, I think, you know. Right, they uh, did. I, I actually probably Musk did, but uh, at Twitter, but. Yeah, yeah, um, that's true. No, I, I think. Did, yeah. um, uh, you know, search is changing rather drastically. Yeah. That's that's what pays for everything. That's mm -hmm. that's the that's the big money maker. And obviously, people are searching less, and they're searching in different mm. ways. Like Amazon does a lot of search now. Uh, yeah. You know, you don't search Google for Amazon. You search on Amazon now. Mm -hmm. That that takes a lot of business away from Google. Now, then Amazon doesn't pay them as much because everyone's searching on Amazon. Right. You know, AI is going to change everything because AI is search souped up to a a way that you, it's reaching inside of search. It doesn't find mm -hmm. you just the links. It finds you the information. Um, you know, instead of a link to the information, it will go get you the information. It'll right. scrape it up and reserve it to you. And so their business eventually, just like, you know, years ago when I was at the Washington Post and I covered retail, I covered big retailers. And I was like, they're going out of business and not paying display ads and classifieds are going to be ruined by the internet like classified that was a big money the three areas of revenue were classifieds uh, display advertising and subscriptions i was like and everything's free on the internet the news is free right now I, oh no and i was like the three t the three parts of your revenue are fucked like what yeah. are you going to do i feel like that about google in a lot of ways is search is really mm. declining so what are they going to what island are they going to jump to of money mm -hmm. um it's going to be slow going cuz it's still a, like like with facebook but you know, young people don't use Facebook. They do use Instagram, but a lot of people use TikTok. And that's what happens to a lot of these companies is they don't, they can't, they either can't or don't innovate going forward. Mm -hmm. And therefore, and then that now they're big. They're huge, big businesses with lots of people. Um, and then what do you do then? How do you move, how do you pivot everybody over to another business without eating your own lunch? What do you think is the biggest obstacle to innovation with these big companies? Because big, you would think big, it's the big, fact big. that they're just too big. Too big. How do you do that? If you have everybody making, you know, th this is such a classic story from all of business, not just, hmm. you know, it applies to people who used to, what happened to the company that used to make pay phones? What happened to them? <laughs> yeah. 
They yeah. were big. They were big at one point. They couldn't pivot to something else, which would have been cell phones, right? They, mm. It's sort of an adjacent area. But why would they do that when they're making all their money over here? And so, and it's like that with you all in Hollywood right now. You're in the middle mm. of a strike. It's not about what you think it's about. It's about tech. You're Oh, it absolutely is. It's not about AI either. It's about tech in general. And it's about how people, the delivery of entertainment. And you're all still stuck in the decades ago, uh, what you're arguing about right now. Mm -hmm. And I get why you're doing that because the the, the economics are changing so quickly and drastically. Um, But nobody changed. And, And because in change, a lot of you have to go is the problem, right? Not you, Larry, but you know, a lot of, a lot of jobs have to, you're not, you'll be fine. You're a creative person. Um, but when you're in this new environment, Mm -hmm. it's going to change. And so if you don't innovate, you, you die, that's what you do. And it either takes a long time or a short time. Um, either you're again, I could name dozens of businesses that used to like, what what is something you used to buy all the time that you don't do at all? So many things, notebooks, yeah. You know, spiral notebooks. Kids don't buy them anymore. Not as many as they did, right? They're on Google Docs or whatever. Um, calendars. Any, you know, calendars. Yeah. Calendars. Mm-hmm. Like every single thing gets innovated over. And it either catches on or they or they become retro. Like, hey, let's buy some records. Mm-hmm. But it's not really the business it was. It's, it's now a retro business or a vintage business or it whatever. It is interesting how the iPhone... Um, has taken away so many things, yeah. you know, and, and given, it, and given so many things too. It taketh and it giveth at the mm-hmm. same time, mm-hmm. um, you know, and that's changed the world so much, and it's become so much more than we could have imagined. Especially when you think about a uh, young people's relationship to the TikTok or these types mm-hmm. of things. Their interaction with it is more than just looking at something, you know. Right? Yes, people's, they're not passive. No, their lives are involved in it and everything. A hundred percent. And I, I don't, I'm not one of those people who are, you know, I have a lot of kids. I don't, um, I don't necessarily think it's bad. I think it depends on what you do with it. Right. Mm-hmm. It, Cause it's, it's actually a tool for creativity too. It can Absolutely. be a tool for creativity. Yeah. Um, but what it is, it's like, Oh, here, I thought of another thing. Maps. Remember maps? Oh yeah. What I happened to those way, guys? I used to have a Thomas guide. I don't know if I had a Thomas, Thomas guide. I have had I it in my car. People the other think day, I found my box of maps, which was yeah. in my car. And oh, yeah. my son was like, What's that? I said, It's a box of maps. He goes, Why is it a box of maps? And it isn't on, G- you know, on Google. I was like, No, yeah. he had a box of maps. And you stopped and pulled over to the side of the road and then exactly. looked at a map. He goes, What if the street changed? I was like, Stop. I don't even know what to tell you. We figured it out. We Somehow we made it here. Over the over over the plains, we made it with our Conestoga wagons. We I worked at a gas station here, and I was a map because people would come in and say, "How do I get to the da da da?" I'm saying, "Well, here's what you want to do." So I had to be a living map. Yes, you Uh, were, but it will it will die with you, Larry. That's the problem. It's not digital. You're not digitized. You're not digitized. So I mean, I just I feel like I think young people are so facile with this stuff, and they're very comfortable with it, and and mm-hmm. so are so are most people now. Actually, yeah. they they look at how many people you know. Even my mom moved to a phone and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But what what it did, I think to me, if I had to pick one invention, I, I don't I want to leave out the internet because that's like saying electricity. So obviously, mm. electricity is the most important yeah. invention, I, right? I love this. What you're about to do, I love these uh, kind of oh these things. If you had yeah. to pick one. Like, mm-hmm. what would be the most important? There's two things I always do to people. If you have to pick the most important, I would pick the iPhone as the most important device because it, it it heralded it all. Like, you wouldn't have had Uber without it. You wouldn't have had 
like dozens and dozens and dozens of things you use and companies mm-hmm. that employ hundreds of thousands of people were because of this one thing that was invented by Apple, this one device that everybody yeah. moved on to and changed the entire paradigm and created all kinds of billionaires and rich people and poor people and moved things around. I would pick that. I don't, what would you pick as the most important? It used to be tele, the television probably. In what right? time period? It depends. Well, what time recently, period. the last, that since 2000. Well, since 2000, I would agree with you. I don't think there's anything since 2000 that beats the iPhone. And for me, it's, you know, it's like that term haptic touch, you know, mm-hmm. it's yeah, the that. touch. Yeah. It's the touch element of the iPhone that's revolutionary. And I, I'll never, when it first came out, it's the idea that you use your fingers to make photos larger. Like who thought yeah. of that? Right. You know, right. it's such a revolutionary thought, you know? Right. Right. Or tap, tap. Um, I think one, I think that to me, that's the device. But if the other thing I ask people is, okay, if you had to get rid of one thing, what mm. would you get rid of? Right. Uh, your car, your iPhone. What was the third thing I had? I had a bunch of them. Your car, your iPhone, um, your television. All mm. right. Your car, your iPhone, your television, mm-hmm. uh, your um now, what could I pick? What else could I pick? Um, all right, that's good. That's good. Which of those? Your kids, you, no. <laughs> your kids, no. I'll keep the kids. No, of um, if you had to keep just one, which one would you keep? If I could only keep one. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's a good question. Well, you know, ultimately, and maybe because I'm older, I don't know. I like my car. I like to be, I like the independence yeah. of getting around because I think call it's. Call a car with your. I could you get can, rid of those things and be fine. You know, ultimately, yeah. I would feel yeah. like, but I'm, I think because I'm a little older. What would you keep? What, you only get to keep one. Oh, I thought I said I keep the car. Um, you keep the car. I keep the iPhone because you can do everything with it. Yeah. I just don't. You can watch don't on it. I know. But, I, you know, I have a watch. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. look. It's yeah, but you can't do yeah. everything with that. It can't do everything with it. Like the phone, phone gives you a lot of purchase. No, you can decide which ones you would give up but versus not it, give it's, up. It's why you're keeping it. Now, if you're saying, what are you keeping for the most convenient thing? Then I agree with you. But what are you keeping to make your life better for you? You know, for me, you can it's call the ability, a car on your phone. You could, but that's not independence. You know, isn't it? No, why? no, why? I'm relying on somebody else to pick me up. Well, yeah, but so what? You're saying so what? I'm telling you why. I like. You could also have a car delivered to you with the phone, and Mm. then get rid of it. Yeah. No. All right. Okay. You're a car guy. Okay. We we've Uh, established that. What what, what electric car do you have now? I have have a Tesla. All right. What are you looking at? Uh, You know, it's funny. I wish, and here's the thing. I wish I hadn't gotten a Tesla because I had a Tesla before, and I really liked it. And Mm. I lease cars because I like to. Yeah. Change. I like to have the new thing and see what it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I kind of got it reflexively, honestly, because of everything that's been going on. I renewed and I really wish I hadn't. Um, it's just not the same to me. It's right. there's we're at a point where there are things that nobody asked for that, you know. Yep. Yeah. And I'll tell you the worst thing about the test. Sorry, Tesla. I'm giving you mm-hmm. a bad grade, even though I have one. But uh, they have the horn as a touch thing right now. Mm-hmm. Terrible mistake. That mm-hmm. to me is a safety issue. And this mm-hmm. happened to me a couple of times where someone almost cut me off and I did that. And mm-hmm. then I'm like, oh, fuck, that's right. Where's the fucking horn? You know? Right, right, like, right, right. That's too much technology. You know, yep. driving 
is can be a split second. Kinetic. It's kinetic. Split. That's why this driverless thing. I'm not a fan of. Oh no, there, Larry, you're wrong. You're a hundred percent wrong. But go ahead. I will argue with you in this. There right. are split second decisions that have to be made and calculated, by the way, by a spatial awareness at the same sure. time. Agreed. You know that driverless cars are not there yet. You know, they're close. May, maybe one day. I I will disagree on this one. All but right. uh. And to me, the difference between trying to do this and that is huge. It's a primal. Yeah, you're thing. not used to it. It's not. You're not used to it. Right? Well, it's yeah, not even used to it. Stop. It's yeah. With the, the, the action of it. Yes, it was smart. The horn was a great innovation. The horn very good great. because of the right. action of it. You know, you're you're saying stop. I get it. You know, but this is not saying stop. That's you know? not. That is not. That is what you're doing right now. For people who don't know, is he's doing like something weird with his, his yeah. thumb. Um, uh, <laughs> Driverless cars are fantastic. I'm sorry to give you that mm. information. They're no. so good. They are no. so good. I have no. I did, I rode them in San Francisco. No. I get the criticisms of them, but they have I have been in one for the past 20 years. They have gotten so good. I What's the advantage? Were, oh wow! I would so say disadvantage much. is you're taking job away from the driver. That's correct. That is correct. Not but a fan of that. Not a fan of getting in a car with a crazy driver. I have four kids. I'm always like, or a good what are you, Why are you or a good driver? Right, who gets, saying, you, who you, gets you there know. faster because they know the shortcuts. That is correct. That is correct. Mm -hmm. That the person, the well, could the driver do something else? That's the question. Is will they? they this was a new driver. Job can creation. tell me a really good story, and I That's met true. somebody. Some That's I've, true. I've heard people's stories from like right, places they've. You're a hundred percent right. And I go, wow, what an interest, what a great person that I met here. That I love the interaction of that. Yes. Can't All right. So you like that. You cannot get that in driverless. You can't. Nope. I happen to not like talking to people in cars and I happen to like just getting there. And I have <laughs> yeah, to say, you'll be surprised at how quickly you'll get used to it once mm. you get in one. You will. Have you tried one? Mm. I'm going to mm -hmm. make you go with me unless they're starting in Los Angeles. Would you go if <sighs> I brought you? I, of course I would go if you brought me, but yeah. You know, what if I killed you? That would suck if I killed you, if I invited you and then Well, that died. would be nasty. That would be no I know, reason it would be that. terrible. And I'm, de I'm deciding whether to bring you or not. I brought my kid in it. That's how safe I think it is. You're um, very brave. You're I, very I'm not brave. brave. I think they're good. They're really good. Mm. They're re they've gotten better. And eventually you, are, you will be in a car drinking and texting with a driverless okay, car. Okay, here's the thing. If driverless cars had modes that you can push, like... I'm pushing New York cabbie mode. <laughs> you could do that. You could it have music. They have music. No, it's decide. like, you know, it's oh, guys, like that. New York no, 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 no. New York cabbies are, no one is New York cabbies, sorry. Cabbie. Yeah, no there's one nothing will replace. Like, there's no one like that. Even New York cabbies fear for their life as they're driving. You know, that's how wild that is New York cabbies yeah. yeah, although I have to say, I haven't been in a New York cab in years. I use Uber. Yeah. But I go back to cabs now and then, you know, I don't. especially from the airport. Sometimes I'll go to the cab. I do not get know. in a cab and I haven't. I really? love cabs. I don't. Well, the Ubers are easier. I'm just saying mm -hmm. that people, whether they're just, you like they're it way or more not, expensive though. Now they are. Yeah. Because yeah. it was all being under, you know, that's the whole it got, problem. It with got a, lot a little of, expensive. Yeah. The reason it's expensive is because it was not priced at what it was supposed to be. And you got, you. I, I, years ago, I used to tell people, they're like, oh, it's so inexpensive. I said, do you really think it costs $4 to get across town? I said, mm -hmm. you're being, you're being sold a bill of goods. It's going to go up in price. It has to go up in price or else, because the money will eventually from the venture capitalists or stupid investors will eventually mm -hmm. dry up and they'll have to make money. And that's what's happened now. Same thing. 
you know, happening with Airbnb, for example, in New York, they've cut them off completely. And now uh, you can't, uh, they ha- they, they've cut off short-term rentals because of all mm-hmm. kinds of issues. There's there's some really legitimate issues about sucking up all the um, the available rental space. Um, but, uh but now hotel prices have doubled in mm-hmm. in parts of New York. It's it's this is all economics of how this is going to go. But eventually, technology will win over all these things. And I know you like your cars and stuff. Well, like that, but you will be Larry. You will be sitting in a car, being driven around by nobody. No, no. Here's the thing. I like human interaction. Like you do. I'm, you can have someone in the car with you, talking no, to them, and not, I know. not driving. Yes, but all there's so much technology. You could that be having gets, sex in the car. You could be doing whatever you want. You could be texting. I can do that in my sexy, car, though. I can do that in my car. Driving and sex, <laughs> sexting. You could sex. You could do all the things you want to do. The, but why does tech have to You'll get have rid of robot, humans? Friend. Well, they don't. They don't. It frees it you does. up to do other things. No, it doesn't. No, it gets rid in of humans certain, in so look, many ways. I get it. I get the, the thing around that people are worried about AI. It will replace AI is trying to get rid of us writers. Yeah, they're not. It's not going to. Okay. Now you're just making the opposite argument. You're telling me yeah. driver's cars aren't there yet, but they'll get there. But you're they'll like, oh no, AI is never going to get there. Why they're is not, AI never going to get there? Here's what they're going to do is maybe your business has has efficiencies that need to be taken out. And that's what your bosses are thinking. I oh. don't think that I, these rooms, for example... Why do you need 12 people in a room? You need to explain yourself of why you need that many people. You could say just for creativity. And for some businesses, that will be enough. For others who are paying you, they can say, I think you need six, right? That's where you unfortunately have found yourselves. And you've got to make the argument of why you need 12 people in that room or whatever the number is. I forget what the whatever the number is. It depends is. on the show. Right, exactly. And mm-hmm. so if they can say, well, that guy doesn't do anything. And if they could prove that guy doesn't do anything all day, and you you know that's the case, that's where we are is things can be measured now. Efficiency can be measured. And that's, of course, it's anti-human. But if you're running a Disney or a Comcast or any of these studios, that's what they're thinking about. And so for you to think they aren't thinking that is, a, I don't know what you're going to do. I, how are you going to make the argument to them that you need that many people? And that's the difficulty you face. Well, I think I disagree with your premise on that because in creativity, it's it's not measurable in the efficiency of people. It's what is the product that you're putting out, you know, and what is the value of that product to this company? That's right. And if that, if that value has, is very important to that company, what's your business? How I make that, you know, there's a certain alchemy that I may need to make something that is a value to you. Now, if that's, if that, now here's here's what's happened, Kara, is that the value has gone down of that product. That's correct. And, and so that's why, you know, there's these other things going on. But when that value is here, nobody cares how many writers in a room. That's not an right. issue. That's correct. You know? When they can get money, you're a hundred percent right. It's, they don't it's care about, about the, the value of that product, but they have reduced that value themselves by selling to themselves. You know, they came up with this brilliant idea. We're gonna sell to ourselves. Right, right, right. <laughs> and not make any money. Or the quality of the content has gone down and it doesn't need it's as not much quality. See, we think it's it quality. Some no, of it is. No, but look at some of the shows on Netflix. No, no, They're no, just no, no, terrible. No. Let they, me tell you but something. They work. It's okay. not necessarily quality. I know it doesn't equate that simple because people like things for all kinds of reasons. Yes, you know? that's true. There are some shows that you go, who's watching this? Millions of people are watching right, this. Right, this right. dreck that people would right. say. You know, what it is, it's a more ephemeral thing and it's zeitgeist. 
You know, mm-hmm. it's who who plugs in, who right. get who plugs into that zeitgeist. So mm-hmm. because there have been many quality shows that nobody watched, you know, right. excellent mm-hmm. shows that nobody watched right. for whatever reason. Right. But then an Abbott Elementary comes on at the right time during the pandemic. Yes, it's right. a good show, but it also connects. You right. know, and right. people 100%. go, why? We have no idea. Right. That's the part of showbiz that nobody that even as like I'm not too concerned about AI because zeitgeist is something nobody has control over, you know, mm-hmm. and being mm-hmm. able to plug into that. But creators have the best ability to tap into it. More I, I will push back because it's against a backdrop of a changing economic system. And so yes, if they the can't get the value out of it, yes, what's going to happen? There are cuts. It's just no, inevitable. You're right. I don't disagree and with I you don't, on that. I don't yeah. love that, but it's what it is. It, they are being squeezed by streaming and losing billions of dollars. And by yeah. the way, it's the only way to go. There is, you can't, you're not going back to what was. There's people, Consumers have left that that particular equation, network television, mm-hmm. advertising supported. And so th- that's what I'm saying. You're back in a day. Like it, it, you have to accept what the new economic model yeah, is, which is I don't very disagree. problematic. And so then who gets the value in that new economic model, especially right. if they can look at it and say, if we make this show with six and this show with 12, and it's the same outcome, we're going to make it with six. You know that's the decision they're going to make. And I think the mistake you all make is thinking they're your friends, right? Yeah. They, they, they can no, care I don't about think you. anybody thinks no, that. No, but, but they care about you. Like saying things like mm. they're so rich. It's like, yeah, they are. Like, I don't know. What does that do? What is? Tell me what that does. Well, Carrie, you're saying us, but I don't agree with all of the okay. moves that the... Okay, all right. Okay. The, all right. Yeah. My joke is that a lot of the people fighting for the Guild, and this is my joke because I love this don't people. Work. I, I, I was in a board member back in the day and the mm-hmm. last strike I was on the negotiating committee. Uh, but I would say it's all the the commies from the thirties are on that. Game. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And God yeah. bless those commies from the thirties. People thought the world was going right. to end. I'm not mad right. at those commies, you know, right. But, right. uh, but that's how they fight, you know, and uh, you know, I'm not that, <laughs> that extreme on things. I have a business sense as well. Part of the way I govern my career is from an entrepreneurial standpoint. That's why I, I love right. talking to you about your journey mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Like mm-hmm. I was, I wasn't emotional about my career. I was, I tried to be smart about it, you know, mm-hmm. make mm-hmm. this move, make that move, make that move. And I agree right. with you The cha- changing landscapes are changing, whether you like it or not, you know, right. Right. and, and economic models have changed. It used to be the more of a show you had, the more valuable it was to a company. That's why you tried to make a hundred right. episodes because there was right. a secondary market. But now Netflix is like, uh, you made episodes and eh, we're good, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We just want people to come in. We're good. We don't need a lot. Or they buy a show like Suits right now, which is now a huge hit on. They've no, taken a show crazy. that didn't do, that did okay over here right. is doing, or Manifest is another one. I'm mm-hmm. fascinated by that. But I think at the very bottom is you all have relied on these studios and gotten paid by them and and are surprised that they will eliminate you when it's good for them. Mm. And that to me, that's when you get back to my transnational nature. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I wasn't working out for the New York Times, I am not mad that they would get rid of me. And I maybe I yeah. should be like, but I'm just like, okay, that's the move I'd make if I were them, right? Yeah. That's the move. And so what is the actual relationship you want to have towards making going forward? Mm-hmm. I think they are fucked without you and you are fucked without them and tech is going to fuck you all. That's my feeling. It's like, yeah. are mm-hmm. you seeing what's happening? And you guys are arguing about this when you really need to focus on where everything's going, which is... Uh, an entertainment industry that can figure out that can, that can take away a lot of jobs that can be done more efficiently. And one of the, I have this big argument. Um, I was at this journalism thing and someone said to me, I've told the story several times. Mm -hmm. um, 
we're, we're letting people write headlines, not AI. And I said, why? And they're like, well, because people should write them. I'm like, but why? AI does a better job. Sorry, mm. can, they do. They know what's going to work. Mm -hmm. And then they can give you 100 choices. And then you pick of the 100 choices, but it gives you 100 choices instantly, right? Versus mm -hmm. some guy who takes 10 years to get you two headlines, right? Or one headline. I was like, and it can test them. Like, why wouldn't you make that more? Well, because we need people to do it. I'm like, why? Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. And then if you're mm. making that argument, I was sort of like, you have no argument you're making. You also didn't mind when you got strawberries that were $4. Do you think those mm. strawberries cost $4? Do you think? Why, why do you think that was? Because of manufacturing changes. Do you think that Amazon thing reaching you in 20, in 20 minutes is because why? Because someone's job got lost. They didn't mind it when it was manufacturing or farming or anything else. Now it's coming for white collar jobs, which is inevitable. And yeah. so we've got to really radically rethink what the economic model is and how much of that the workers should have or the makers or whatever you want to call them, the creators. Mm -hmm. um, and which what, what is the facility of the studio? And my when, I, when I'm thinking myself all the time, whether it's I'm going to do something with Vox Media or say CNN, just whatever, I just make something up. I think, what are you doing for me? Like, what is, what is the plus for me? What's the transaction here? And I think that's unfortunately what a lot of people are going to have to, everyone has to be an entrepreneur going forward in a really yeah. weird way well, because of the system we have. You know, if we had a different system, it's different. So Yeah, I've always approached it that way. Um, in fact, this strike has given me an opportunity to get back into performing and focus on those yeah. things. And I always tell people, I say, I look at multiple revenue streams. <laughs> multiple, oh, you, say, you say the word multiple revenue streams? Multiple revenue streams is how I be my you career. You cannot replace yeah. live. You cannot replace live, right? right? You absolutely, you there is a kineticness to yep. it. There's, you're there and then it's that's gone. Right. Yep. That's the kind of stuff you have. What can you do as a human being that Same. cannot be replaced? And there are a lot, there's lots. Of, I was talking to my son about this. Mm -hmm. uh, he, he came on my podcast and he was, he's a cook. I was like, you, you're going to be fine. You know, he's going to, he's going to be fine. Mm -hmm. You can't, AI can't cook. Uh, it, not yet, at least. Not not yet. Well. I was going to say, not, not yet. I'm not, they're not working on that. They're not working on that. Um, I mean, they are, but it sucks. Everything. Have you ever seen those things in San Francisco's airport? They make you coffee. The X <laughs> no, machine. I haven't seen that. Shitty uh, coffee. I was like, oh, look, a machine can make you shitty coffee, just like yeah. a human. Some people don't mind shitty coffee, just like shitty TV No, it was shows. really shitty. But, it was more shitty than human shitty coffee. It's funny so. that the, the music business faced this first, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, with Napster and some of those changes. And it's funny, I was just looking at how big this Taylor Swift concert was and Beyonce's coming into town and how that's where the money is. And people just realized, and Paul McCartney is almost 90 and he's still doing concerts because mm -hmm. that's how you, you See, make the most out of what Taylor you're doing. Taylor Swift it's is the most perfect entrepreneur I've ever yeah. seen. Like she's redoing not just live, music. she's yeah. redoing her own music. Yeah. She owns it all. She owns her IP. Yep. She decides what to do with it. She's publishing in all kinds of different ways. She could do, she could, she could be president. I'm sorry. She's so, I, did yeah. you go to the concert? Did you, you didn't, no, you didn't. I did not. I didn't it's, go. Yeah. It was so I flawless. Heard it was great. Yeah, I heard flawless. It was. Flawless. Yeah. I kept looking at it as a business point of view. The food was good. The parking was good. The logistics yeah. were good. No, it's genius. It was it's really, genius level. And then she worked is. her fucking ass off, too. Yeah. You could see every bit of work. The yeah. costumes were good. The video was good. She was at the heart of it. She was the hardest working woman in show business. All of it came together. That's the kind of stuff. And she owns it all. She owns every single oh, fucking bit no, of it. She's, I admire her so much. She's brilliant. 
Yeah, that uh, kind of stuff. But she was down and out. Remember when she did Miss Americana? She right. was all, yeah. she just decided to t- control her destiny. Bet it on herself, though. Bet controlling your own thing. Last I'm not question. making a billion dollars for my thing. Look, anything's possible in your okay. universe. No, no I can't sing. I can't sing. Uh, before you go, give my best to Scott Galloway. I, we had yeah. a great time on Real Time Bill Maher together. Yeah. He's so funny. He's great. He's good. You guys are so great together, guys. Pivot is so entertaining. It's it it's got me through so many walks. So I walk around. Yeah, the yeah. Listen today with my son. I have my son on. Oh, good! I can't wait. Fantastic. Last question for you: What um what's going to be around in ten years? What tech is going to be here? Your best point of view is is uh like X still here? Is Facebook? No. You know what what's what's going to no. be here? Um. That's a good question. I think they'll still be here. They're very big. It takes a while for dinosaurs to fall, right? That's mm-hmm. that, it took millions of years. Yeah. yeah, millions of years. Um, I do think, well, it depends if the government moves in and starts to do any kind of regulation on any of these things. Mm-hmm. I do think we'll be more dependent on information. I think the pandemic uh, accelerated trends that were already in place around retail, around work, mm-hmm. around communications, around entertainment. And I think people will be what we're doing now, what is happening now, streaming, um, driverless cars, electric cars is just going to be more, I'm sorry, people are going to be using them. That once the, once, once it really gets, everyone's using it. Humans are terrible drivers, Larry. Let me just give you that piece of information. They're terrible. terrible Will they replace Formula One drivers? No, absolutely. Well, could. Why not? They, they could, but no, not today, not for a while. That's a very different, that's really hard. See? Again, Great business, by the way. One of the greatest growing businesses, Formula One. Why? Because you can't fun. you can't get it anywhere else. You got to nope. be there. So yeah. I think there'll be more live events and more um, things, experiential events. I think if mm-hmm. you wanted to go in any direction in entertainment, it has to be experiential in some way. Yeah, I agree um, with that. And uh, and more discovery of really great talent. That's the one thing I love about. Mm. I talked to John Legend about this. Like yeah. you, you may you may think twenty of the people on say say a TikTok. I'll use TikTok as an example. Most of the people are just okay, but 1% are amazing. And then you find those people. So I think discovery of talent is is something people are going to have all kinds of discovery of talent that is that is made possible because of technology. And you don't have the same gatekeepers, which is great. That's None a great, of them. To me, the best thing about social media is the lack of gatekeepers. Some old white guy living in New York City or, or Bel Air. Why should we make him decide what we want? Exactly. Watch? Kara Swisher, guys. I'm with Kara Swisher. Pivot with Karen Scott Galloway. Uh, listen to her. You will feel smarter afterwards. You just can't. Or you'll help be it. mad at us. We or don't you'll mind be you being mad, mad at her. You'll disagree just yeah, like I'm mayor of the Scott calls me mayor of Wokistan, which is so not true. <laughs> ridiculous. Anyway. Oh, come on. I no, like people. I'm sorry. You I'm do. Sorry. I'm sorry. I like people. I, I, I agree with you most of the time. I'll say that. And um, all right. All right, we could agree yeah. that we shouldn't I, be kicking the shit out of drag queens, right? Correct? Oh, I feel like that. You shouldn't be kicking the shit out of anybody. Anybody, you know? that's correct, right? Um, yes. So, Kara, thank you so much. And thank um, you, Larry. I'll be listening to you. I'll be listening to you and your son today. Thank you, and I'll be listening to you. 